Hello and welcome to episode 216 of the VegGrab podcast. My name's Richard and I like to grow food in my allotment. Today is the 15th of April 2019 and today I thought I'll talk about feeds and fertilizers because I am finding that I'm starting to look at my plants and think they could do with a bit of a feed now. So let's look into that and find out what I use in my garden and allotment. Now of course before that we have the diary and what I've been up to over this last week which we'll find out right now. Well, it's Thursday the 11th of April 2019 today. I'm just in the garden, just uh, having a little walk around, checking on everything. Nice to see a lot of things are starting to flower or break bud and what have you. I'm just looking at my little fig tree and it's just just baking, baking, breaking bud. Great to see, great to see, really great to see. So what have I done today? Well, I'm, on the way home from work, I popped to the allotment and just done a few minutes weeding. Only 15 minutes, not a huge amount of time. But it's a start and it's uh, what I plan to do. After that, I came home and I let my chickens out of the coop. Now, they made a beeline for one of my compost bins. At the weekend, I dug out some compost and I left the um, hatch open. And when they've been out, they've been going in there and digging out some compost and going through all the compost and eating all the seeds and things, which is really cool, actually. Uh, but they, that means they've spread the compost around for me as well, which is also really cool. It saved me a job doing it. As they had done that, I lifted one of my grand cloches that was my grandfather's that I set up a few weeks ago. And for some reason, when I move the corrugated plastic on these, it seems to send them the uh, chickens mad. They don't like the sound. Well, I assume the sound of the corrugated plastic moving. I don't know. But they don't like it. Anyway, I, I, I put some compost under there. I put that cloche back. And then I went to my cold frame. Now, at the weekend, my cold frame, I took the top shelf out. And on the middle shelf, I placed some of my large pots that were in the greenhouse these have got just some plants and they were there to start hardening off the the um top was cracked well is left open so they're kind of getting used to outdoor temperatures but on that middle shelf i pulled out of the greenhouse some of my lettuces and spring onions and sweet peas that i had in there Again, to start hardening those off. And then on the top shelf, I put the plants that i just taken off from the middle shelf. That way they can all start hardening off easier. And hopefully at the weekend, they should be able to go outside. These are frost-hardy plants. They're not tender plants, but they have been kept in the greenhouse over winter. So I kind of need them getting used to outside temperatures. That freed up some space in my greenhouse. But that was soon filled with some of my brassica uh, plants that I had in my potting shed. These are like the um, cabbages and the broccoli that I had in the root trainers. And they've just got in there, uh, given them a good watering again, a really good watering this time. And that really freed up space in my potting shed. Now in my potting shed... 
I've basically filled a load of pots up with compost ready to sow some seeds tomorrow. I'm going to make a list of what I need to sow so I've got an idea. But tomorrow I'm having to I'm planning on having a really another big sewing session just to catch up on everything. We'll come to that tomorrow. In there I did also have some plants that needed um, pricking out. These were some beet leaf or chard, some beetroot, some nasturtiums. Uh, and they've all been pricked out again into root trainers of multi-purpose compost each into their own individual trainer and that should be good for now i uh, gave them all a really good watering and as i said i've got the pots set up for tomorrow so that i can sow a load of seeds tomorrow well it's friday the 12th of april 2019 today i'm in the podding shed my little potting shed um, in the garden and I've been busy sowing seeds this evening but firstly yesterday I checked on my veggie pod now you may know that I am in a grow off challenge with veggie pod and that started last week and I sowed some seeds directly in there on the 1st of April well, the seeds, or most of the seeds anyway, have germinated, except for the carrots, spring onions and basil. The carrots, I think I can just about see them sprouting, so I don't think they're going to be long. The basil and the spring onions, we will see what happens. But things are off to a good start. While on the subject of the veggie pod, I just want to mention... If you go, if you plan on buying a VeggiePod unit, go to VeggiePod.go.co.uk, and if you spend over £150, enter the discount code GROWOFF for 10% off. Anyway, yes, as back to tonight, I have been in the potting shed, and I've been sowing lots and lots of seeds. In fact, that's all I've really done today. If you're ready, there's a long list of seeds that I've sown. So. There will be a test at the end, so make sure you take notes of what I've sown. We've got chilli, hot scotch, pumpkin, rogue, vift and tempus, squash, crown pence, melonette, jasper, de verde, butternut squash, cucumber, market moss, 76, chilli pepper, chilli snake, early jalapenos, um, still more, cape gooseberries, Okra, watermelon, sugar baby, squash, sunshine, peas, meteor, spinach, Amelia F1, turnip, um, Petroski, I think that's pronounced, uh, calendula, which are an edible flower I'm growing this year, some more lettuce, uh, this is a variety called Lola Rosse, and some beetroot, Detroit. So quite a lot as you can hear that I've sown but I don't mind that because it means things are getting done as well as it's looking like my shed is coming to use and things are just growing so yes now I've watered everything they're all sown they're in their various places some of the more tender plants are in the heated propagators the others are just on the shelf with no heat so uh, how long they'll take to germinate we shall see Plenty still to do, so um, so let's crack on. 
Well, it's Saturday the 13th of April 2019 today, just in my potting shed, and I'm currently just pricking out some of my chilli seedlings and getting those into their own individual root drainers. Now, earlier on today, I popped down the allotment and I, uh, well, I went there to harvest some bits and pieces for our dinner. I was hoping we would have some asparagus ready, but they're quite, not quite ready, nearly. Another week or two and I think we'll start harvesting them. There's certainly a lot more growing now and they're getting nice, big, long, fat spears. So that's looking forward to that, but they weren't ready today anyway. So as I couldn't do that, I then harvested a few other bits that we did have ready. Now, more rhubarb, of course, from that one little plant. Uh, I also harvested some potatoes, and these were potatoes that I grew last year and just uh, needed to really be used up. So yes, um, rhubarb and potatoes from the allotment. I then came home after doing a little bit of weeding, and um, when I got home... First thing I did, even before letting the chickens out, was sow some carrot seeds underneath one of my grandfather's cloches. I'm really hoping to grow carrots this year because uh, it's been one I've struggled with a fair bit in the past. Well, since I've lived in this neck of the woods anyway. When I was on my old gardens and allotment, I didn't do too badly. I then harvested some spring onions from my wooden truck, and they were very, very nice, and some radishes that I did sow earlier on this year. The spring onions, again, they were sown last year, and they've been growing in my wooden truck all this time. Right, that's got the oregano now kind of there. So let's pop that up there to grow on. Got another tray here. Right, sorry, I'm just swapping trays around after pricking them out a bit more. So, yeah, harvested the spring onions and radishes, and now I've came into the potting shed to do some potting on and pricking out. Some of my kales and things are actually getting quite big. They'll soon be able to go into the ground down the allotment, so I'm looking forward to that. But a lot of my seedlings now are kind of also needing pricking out, which I'm liking actually. I like it when things are moving along. So yeah, earlier I um I pricked out some purple sprouting broccoli and some other broccoli. And now I'm just pricking out well I've done some chili seedlings, some oregano, and then I've got some strawberry to prick out as well. So Things are certainly moving along. It's certainly a busy time of year and I'm really, really excited to be growing stuff this year. Let's hope this all continues on throughout this year. Well, it's Sunday the 14th of April today, 2019. Just in the greenhouse, giving everything another good water. Things are certainly dry at the moment, I'm finding. This sun is... Um, Something making the ground greenhouse need a lot of watering. Just can't do all this. 
Now, I've spent the afternoon on my allotment today. Really, really good time to get down there. Um, so I went down there in the afternoon and uh, the first thing I did was to have a bit of a tidy up around Scrappy Corner, the compost heaps. Now, i be honest, I got bored after a while so I kind of gave up on it but after emptying one compost bin last week I felt it was time to start filling it with stuff from the other compost bin which I started doing, got a bit bored so gave up. <laughs> Being honest, that's all I can say. Then after that I decided to sow some more carrots and some parsnips. This time on the allotment, unlike yesterday where they're at home. And I sewed those in some straight drills made out of some string or twine and just run the hoe to make a little indentation and then uh, sewed into that, gave them a good watering, sprinkled the seeds that is when I say I sewed, gave it a good watering, covered it up a bit with a bit of compost and then placed a knit hoop cloche thing over it. Now, just to keep the birds off the seeds and stuff, so that should hopefully bring along some really good carrots this year. After that, I ran the hoe through the main bed, trying to do that all the time, keep on top of the weeds, and I then got my little round hoe into the asparagus bed and strawberries again, and trying to keep on top of that. Well, before I done that, or before I moved on, my little shed is a mess, I'll be honest. I went to find some tools in there, I can barely find any tools. So I had to empty it out and have a very quick sort out. Nowhere near enough, but I'll be doing that again in the future. Then I moved on to my main task for today. This is watering done. My main task for today was to... How do I put this? The greenhouse, my granddad's greenhouse, is going in next week, as you may well know. So my main task for today was to clear the area where it's to go in. So I dug up the Loganbury and moved that, and I covered the area around where the Loganbury is now with some cardboard to act as a mulch, and gave it a good watering in. I then dug up the horseradish and some um, ochre that basically I'm not going to grow anymore. And then I dug over that area trying to remove as much of these cooch grass roots as possible. And yes, I did say dug up. Many of you will know I try and stick to the no-dig principle. But I'm finding that very tough with this cooch grass. With the fact that I can no longer get horse manure in such vast quantities. So I dug it over, removing as much of the root as possible when it's... It's kind of quite a small area there, so it's not not the. Um, it was a lot of work digging it over, which is why I don't like digging. But I did manage to remove a lot of cooch grass roots, and it means I don't resort to weed killer as well, because that's the one thing I would hate to do is use weed killer. As much as I'm not completely against weed killer, I feel there is a place for it. I don't like to use it at all and I've I've only ever used it once with something that I had to get rid of but it's not something I want to use so 
digging it over seems to be the way forward. After that, it was five o'clock in the evening, so I came home, and as I said, I'm in this uh, in the greenhouse, just giving everything a good watering. Got a lot of my seedlings that have been pricked out, and uh, they're in here, and they're growing really well actually. And since moving on, there's a bit more light in here, or natural light. They do look like they're they're growing very very well. I think it'll be soon time to get more stuff outside. Um. My chickpeas, they're looking really cool actually. I really like the look of these chickpea plants. And now, while I was talking to you guys, I've just noticed the leeks I sowed only recently. Well, what's the date on them? 1st of April. They've germinated. And they've germinated a lot quicker than the mussel burr that was sown weeks ago. So that's um, really positive. A little bit of greenness on the perlite, so it might, again, it might be a bit too much water, but the leaks are germinating. So I think that shows that sowing in January compared to April is a lot slower, but it does work. Well, that's it for today, and I'm going to head on in, write up the weekly harvest report, and uh, have some dinner. Well, it's Monday the 15th of April 2019 today. And uh, before I bring up the weekly harvest report, I have to say I haven't done much in the garden today, apart from a lot of watering again. I was having a conversation on the allotment yesterday about how the soil is actually quite dry at the moment. And it's certainly showing itself. Greenhouse in the ground. We haven't had rain or proper rain for a while now. And it's, it's, it's kind of interesting how weather patterns are changing. Anyway, weekly harvest report that came out last night and uh, I'm pleased to say everything's increasing. It's looking really, really good. Um, we had obviously chicken eggs, quail eggs, rhubarb, potatoes, chard and salad leaves and the usual sort of thing. I did receive a question from Steve from Steve's Seaside Life on YouTube about um, how I managed to keep potatoes over the winter and these potatoes were grown last year and because I grew them in, in uh, buckets I just left them in the bucket when the, everything died down I made sure I did coat them in a bit more compost to try and keep them warm so they didn't get any um, any frostbite or any frost on the potatoes themselves but where I am is pretty mild especially this winter so we haven't really had much in the way of frost that meant I got a decent amount of potatoes from a couple of buckets and I still got a few more to go to be honest which probably will need to come out very very soon so yes that's the weekly harvest report that's the diary up to date for this week So before I talk about feeds and fertilisers, we of course have the RHS Plant Grow Harvest Calendar and the tip of a week. And this week it reads, fruit trees such as apple, pear, plum and cherry will start blossoming in spring and will need plenty of water at this time. Well that's funny because I put a picture up on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter today of a pear tree in blossom that I took at the weekend and I've got to say it does really look fascinating. I find it fascinating how these little flowers, these delicate little flowers soon become the fruits that we can eat and 
how big they come. It's it's quite an amazing feat, I think. And it's something something that you don't necessarily realise until you start really getting into gardening and, and doing the sort of things that we talk about here. Anyway, feeds and fertilisers. Well, that's going to be the subject I'm going to talk about next. So um, let's go find out about that. Over the last few days, I've noticed that a few of my plants could do with a bit of a pick-me-up, a bit of a boost in the way of feeds. And these feeds are a way of just giving the plant a few nutrients that it needs to perform better. This kind of got me thinking about what feeds I use and why. And now the first feed I tend to use is a liquid seaweed extract. And I tend to use this when the plants are in a seedling stage. And I find that this helps just promote some really good root growth. Now the root growth is of course important when the seeds are in a young stage as it just helps them get going and produce better plants on top. Now liquid seaweed is a foliar feed which means a plant will absorb the essential elements through the leaves. To utilise this I basically spray my seedlings with the diluted seaweed extract and let it work. Then when my plants get a bit bigger I use worm juice from my wormery and this stuff is fantastic. I find it promotes good growth on all plants and in every aspect as well. It's good for leafy growth, good for roots, good for um, fruit production, flower production. It's natural and in many ways it's a waste product. And I love this stuff. I'd say it's my number one feed and I tend to use it a lot and I've said I use it a lot. Um, I will fill up bottles as much as possible and I'll keep them down the allotment and at home and use them a lot. Now I tend to use this in a watering can just mixed in with some water until it kind of looks like a weak tea. Then just sprinkle this on the soil around the plant mainly uh, and that just lets all the nutrients get into the soil where a plant will then absorb it through roots. Now this is a homemade uh, feed so I couldn't even tell you what nutrients it has all I can tell you is that it performs well and it's replaced me using tomato feed I also use chicken manure pellets and I buy these in pretty large tubs and that'll last a good large tub will last me a year and this is a solid fertilizer it's a pellet so they don't need to mix it with water I just sprinkle it over the soil every now and then probably every couple of weeks i'd say i tend to try and use it more uh, on leafy products such as rhubarb or leeks because they are very good at promoting leafy growth they're high in nitrogen which is why they're good at that and in fact i find leeks really do get a really good boost when i give them a nice feed from this chicken manure now, as I said, it's a solid feed, so I just sprinkle it around onto the soil. And when I um, water or it rains, it just slowly breaks down this fertilizer and breaks it into the soil. Really easy. Every now and then, I, I would use a specific fertilizer. And I say specific in a way that it's specific for the plant. So it could be a garlic fertilizer or a potato fertilizer. These are kind of tailored to the plant's very specific needs, and they do work. Um, however, I think they're expensive. 
and I also think they take up more space in the shed. So are they worth it is something I sometimes weigh up and I, I'm moving away from it now, finding that my wormery stuff is just good enough for it all. I've also in the past used blood, um, blood, fish, blood and bone. And this was really good food. It really did work well. Uh, it promoted plants in every aspect, promoted vegetables in every aspect. Really, really good. But I had to stop using it. The reason I had to stop using it was foxes. They would smell the blood, fish and bone and think, oh, there was something tasty in the soil. And they'll start digging up the soil, trying to find whatever it was. Well, there was nothing there. It was just a blood, fish and bone. So uh, I lost a lot of plants and a lot of work for using it. So I've had to stop using it. Well, that's the feeds that I tend to use. What do you use and why? Let me know. Well, that's it for this week. So thank you very much for listening. I hope you found that interesting, but I'd like to know what feeds and fertilizers you use and why. So if you'd like to get in touch, you can email me, richard at vegrowerpodcast.co.uk or you can visit the website, thevegrowerpodcast.co.uk and leave a comment or alternatively through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and so on. I'd love to hear from you, of course. Um, next week well next week is going to be my birthday so um you can expect it'll be a bit of a self-indulgent one so uh, <laughs> um yeah so until then please take care and i'll see you again next time